0: Well, hello again and welcome in. Wherever you are today and wherever you're listening from, I'm so happy to have you over to feast upon God's word together. Get your plate ready today and take a seat. It's the 44, which is Matthew 4:4. 4, 4. Man cannot live on bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Let's eat. I'm your host, Jed Yancey from the Central Church of Christ in Ocala, Florida. And today we're going to talk about who is the greatest. Or nowadays, we might say who is the GOAT or the greatest of all time. Now, you guys should know by now, my mind usually jumps to sports. So, in regards to sports, this is a pretty tough question, right? A lot of people would say Michael Jordan. I mean, you can't argue with six rings, six championships. Remember? He even left to play baseball for a while, came back and still won some more championships. And on top of that, his logo is everywhere with the jump man and he's worth billions. I mean, surely he would be a goat about in regards to football. Got to be Tom Brady, right? I mean, who plays until they're 45 years old? And not just that, but nine Super Bowl appearances, six Super Bowl titles and And actually, just recently, was the first quarterback to hit 100,000 yards passing. That's like over 50 miles worth of passing yards. Just insane. Right up there in my mind with Jordan as the greatest of all time. How about Muhammad Ali? Not really a boxing guy, I must say, but, but I know he was really good. And he is a man that felt no shame about proclaiming, I am the greatest. And he did that often. But you guys should know I'm I'm a baseball guy and it might stir up some controversy here, but um you know steroids are not Barry Bonds is up there as one of the goats in my mind. Other names like Babe Ruth, Derek Jeter, Chipper Jones, Albert Pujols. A lot of names come to mind for me in the baseball world, but for me, it's always been one guy that's the goat. Not for the championships or the stats. Nothing like that. He is the reason why I wore number eight back in the good old days when I was playing. His name was Cal Ripken Jr. Why? Well, way back when I was a kid, he broke the record for the consecutive games played that was held by Lou Gehrig for 56 years, and he played in 2,632 straight games. Now, if you don't know this, there are 162 baseball games in a season. That's not counting the playoffs, which equates to about 16 years worth of Cal Ripken not missing a game. That, to me, is goat-worthy. Plus, he was a pretty good shortstop. Now, you guys that are good Bible students, you probably know where this is going, because while we could argue for hours about who is the greatest athlete or Who is the goat musician? My wife, Megan, would argue George Strait. I say Garth Brooks. But the disciples had this very same argument, not in regards to sports or music, but in regards to themselves. In Mark chapter 9, Jesus had come down from the Mount of Transfiguration only to find an argument ensuing between his disciples and teachers of the religious law, over healing of a demon-possessed boy who, in, who Jesus ends up healing. But the Bible says that when they left that region, they were traveling through Galilee. And as they were traveling, Jesus was telling his disciples that the end was coming for him. It was right around the corner. And he said, The Son of Man is going to be betrayed into the hands of his enemies. I'm going to be betrayed and killed, but three days later I'll rise from the dead. And so, it's not until after they arrive at Capernaum and settle in that Jesus inquires as to what they were arguing about while they were walking. But these guys don't speak up. They didn't answer. But scripture tells us what they were arguing about as they were traveling. The very question we're tackling today, who is the goat? Now, I would imagine this conversation that Jesus overheard as they were walking towards their destination went something along the lines of each guy stating their case as to who healed the most people. In other words, who had the best stats could also be who had been around the longest, who had the most consecutive games played with Jesus, who had spent the most time with him, who was the best teammate. Who was able to do this? Who was able to do that? Now, before we look at Jesus' answer, aside from this natural argument that ensues about the goat in sports or music, it's a question that can creep into the minds of us as well. Pride takes over, and whether you're a Christian or not, you think, ah, man, I'm— I'm the GOAT in my family. I'm the GOAT at work. Look at how I show up. Check out my numbers. Look at my stats. I've been employee of the year, of the month, or check out my title. Do you see how I never miss work? You see how I'm able to do this and I'm able to do that. And that pride presents quite the issue in terms of us rattling off our accomplishments, our status, our resume. I am the GOAT. But your 44 today is the reminder that as Jesus speaks to this issue of who is the GOAT, that it's not the one that has all the stats. It's not the guy that's won the most Super Bowls, who's played in the most consecutive games, or, or even the man that claims to be the greatest, as Muhammad Ali did. All of those are wrong. And in regards to what Jesus says, those do not define who the GOAT is. In fact, it's the opposite of all that. And your 44 today is, as Jesus says, whoever wants to be the goat, you must be willing to take last place and be the servant of everyone else. I mean, no way, right? Ricky Bobby says that if you ain't first, you're last. But, But here is Jesus saying, you ain't first unless you're last. What he says here is remove the pride, whether or not you're the goat shouldn't even be a question because truly being the greatest is to humble yourself, is to take last place, and it's to serve. It's interesting because these guys have the same argument after Jesus tells them he's leaving a little bit later on. And in Luke's account in chapter 22, They say, okay, well, who's going to be the goat after he leaves? And my assumption is that they've had this argument many times. And yet here is Jesus just hours away from his death. And we see him show what it means to be the goat by bending down and washing their feet and saying again, guys, now for others, who is the goat is a different kind of argument. For them, it will be about wins. It'll be about losses and stats and rings and titles. But for you, those things don't come into play. Those who are greatest among you should take the lowest rank. They should take last place. The leader should be like a servant. And with that very definition of goat, Jesus is it, man. You want to be the greatest? Follow after him. Do what he did, for he humbled himself to the point of death, Philippians chapter 2 tells us. Get out there and serve. Make yourself last place, for it is then and only then that you can be the goat. Thank you guys so much for listening today. I hope that you all have a great Thanksgiving week next week. And if you're in the area and you're looking for somewhere to plug in, Central is the place for you. We've got some amazing things coming up and going on, and I'd love to share those things with you. Or maybe you just have some questions. If you do, shoot me an email at jedyancey at gmail.com or find me on Facebook. However I can help you reach out. All that aside, go be a GOAT this week. Go serve Go wash some feet. Go make yourself last place. Because in the words of Jesus, if you ain't last, then you sure aren't first.